The Fight Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. Here's the offer. I want to fight Glover. The next fight. Yuri Prohaska will defend his light heavyweight title against Glover Teixeira at UFC 282. Breaking news. Yuri Prohaska has vacated the light heavyweight championship. I cancel that fight. I have to say sorry to Glover. That's life. Really unfortunate news that Yuri Prohaska is suffering a very severe shoulder injury. And as a consequence of that, Magomed Ankalaev versus Jan Blachowicz is going to be the new main event. Maybe I'm going crazy. Maybe I've lost my In the mind. biggest moments, you have to step up. Somebody's in the mirror. It's very even. A face I don't recognize. Ladies and gentlemen, this contest is declared a split draw. DC, what'd you think of the draw? It was very unsatisfying to have a night like we had in Las Vegas and it end like that. What do you do now? You do Glover versus Jamal Hill and Brazil for the vacant title. Navigating unforeseen circumstances is business as usual for the UFC. And priority number one in 2023 is crowning a new light heavyweight champion, which will occur on January 21st in Rio. Let the games begin. Brazil's former champion, Glover Teixeira. My prediction is to win, to get the belt back. Faces surging knockout artist Jamal Hill from the main event. Oh my God, do it! My vision for securing this title involves pure dominance. That is what I've implemented on everybody put in front of me. Sweet, sweet! It won't be no different than yes, Globe to share. Flyweight champion Brandon Moreno. Oh, oh he hurt Brandon Moreno! Battle reigning King Davison Figueredo. This man is fearless. Davison Figueredo wins it! For the fourth time. Eu quero levar essa luta pro Brasil. Vamos lutar na minha casa. Let's go. Vamos para o Brasil. The first fight was a draw. Got an opportunity to shine. Going into the second meeting, Moreno was the more technical guy. Quadrilogy battle of promotions history will conclude with an undisputed champion once and for all. Styles make fights, these guys were meant to fight several times. And that set the stage for history. The card will also feature Brazilian favorite and former 170 pound title challenger Gilbert Burns. He wants that knockout. Oh, it's knockout. Over. 
produced the winningest welterweight of all time. Oh! American Neil Magny. Neil Magny, the most wins in UFC welterweight history. But before history, it can be written in real. Você pode esperar um cara totalmente diferente. Eu vou quebrar essa tua cara. You can do nothing against me, man. First. You are listening to your UFC 283 preview here on the fight show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm the host of the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow me at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can also follow me on Twitter and on TikTok and on Instagram at the handle at LockBetting.com. They are the social media accounts for LockBetting.com and the LockBetting podcast. LockBetting is my premium pay service that has delivered 115 months in a row of transparent track profit. If you want to do your due diligence before you sign up, you should. The spreadsheets are all available on the LockBetting.com site. The pin tweet on the at LockBetting.com Twitter account is always the PL from the previous month. So at the moment, you can see all of the plays from the month of December, which will include the PL for the World Cup. So all of the World Cup futures plays are posted on the December PL. So moving on with this UFC card, it looks like a good one as UFC go back to Brazil. And we get a Brazilian in the main event as extraordinarily. Grover Teixeira tries to get his title back, this light heavyweight title, and he takes on Jamal Hill for the vacant title. This is your main event. It's actually a double main event, really, because there is equal interest in the fourth fight of the um, of the series between Deverson Figueiredo and Brandon Moreno. They fight for the fourth time in the first time for the first time in the history of the UFC. So big night, lots of decent fights here. We are going to cover the top three fights on the card, on the main card, as we always do. If you want to get my prelim picks and my picks for the rest of the card, head over to my site, lockbetting.com. We have a strong UFC record. So let's start with this main event. Jamal Hill is the four to five favorite to pick up the win, and Glover Teixeira is available at even money. So the books can't really separate the two here. It's very, very tight. The method of victory market sees Glover at 11 to 2 via TKO KO, 21 to 10 via submission, and 15 to 2 to get this done via a decision. Jamal Hill is at even money to get this done via a knockout. So this is the only way the books really see him winning because he's 25 to 1 via submission and 11 to 1 via decision. So ultimately they feel there is little or no chance that this one gets to the gets to the scorecards and that somebody is going to stop someone. Um, Glover probably by submission and Jamal Hill probably by a TKO KO stoppage. Looking at the total rounds market, the over under here is set at just one and a half. Under one and a half rounds, 10 to 11. Over one and a half rounds here, 10 to 11. Under two and a half goals is uh, under two and a half uh, rounds is juiced to four to 11 with over two and a half available here, two to one plus 200. 
So it's not really worth looking at the, the rest of the lines here. You can see that the prices are just going to get bigger and bigger. Fight to go to distance individually is available at five to one. So they're expecting a finish and expecting this fight to last under three rounds for sure. So to get nowhere near the championship rounds. But who wins? Will it be the old man of USC, Glover Teixeira, the man who seems to defy age and everything that we know and are told about aging? We think that Tom Brady and, and Cristiano Ronaldo are having miraculous careers. This guy's going in there and he is fighting elite fighters at 43 years of age. He's just turned 43. So the ultimate question is, can Glover Teixeira get his hand raised again tonight and once again become the UFC light heavyweight champion once again? I actually think that he can. I actually think that the fact that um, Teixeira could not only hang but was winning the fight against Jiri Pahashka, who I think is a is a better fighter than Jamal Hill. I think he is the best fighter at this division. And obviously, the only reason he's not the champion now is because he had to vacate his belt. But the fact that uh, Tashira, as an underdog, almost got it done last time, I think that that's enough for me to take him here as an underdog. If you shop around, you can get a better price than the even money that I quoted. There is a little bit of... 11 to 10 around, not too much. Even money is mostly the price that you will see. However, I like to share it to get it done because there is a definite route to victory here for the underdog. Now, Jamal Hill's route is, is obvious. He's going to go for the stoppage. He's going to try to outpower Glover to share and keep it on the feet. But I don't think Glover minds that. Look, when you're 43 years of age and you're still going for a UFC title, you've been in there with the best. You've seen everything. And Glover has seen everything. So he's not going to be worried about going in there with a prominent striker. That's not going to bother him. What is going to bother Jamal Hill is the fact that his takedown defense is definitely an issue. From the six that he gave up against Darko Stoicic, to the six that he gave up against Thiago Santos last time out. Neither of those men, even at 43 years of age, were half the grapplers that Tashira is right now, even at 43. And considering the ridiculous heart and toughness that he showed as of late, especially in his last fight, the odds are that at some point in front of his home country fans, he is going to get healed down. And he's far more capable on the mat than his previous opponents. And he'll be able to find a finish from there. So I think there's value on Glover Teixeira. He's the only 43-year-old or only athlete over 40 that I would pick to do anything in combat sports. But I find myself rooting for him here. I find myself finding a, a path to victory for him. And I'm going to take that play. I'm going to take Glover Teixeira just to get it done at around about the price of, of, of plus 110, 11 to 10. Uh, plus 105 is widely available. Plus 100 is the most common price. That's easy to find. So this is a plus money selection here on a 43-year-old underdog to get his hand raised tonight and to come away as the new UFC light heavyweight champion. Glover, Glover Teixeira is my selection here for this one. Before we move on to the other two fights we're going to look at here on this show, let me take a quick time out here to tell you guys about Wimbet, the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Wimbet is active in a bunch of states and there are a ton of ways to win, including live betting and same game parlays. The NFL playoffs are also here. 
So great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. So if you're ready to play, sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And of course, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There is so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Now, the offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions are available at winbet.com. You must be 21 or older and present in a state where play for winbet is available. If you or someone that you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. The co-main event here is your quadrilogy fight the first time in UFC history. For that reason alone, it probably deserved to be the outright main event, but uh, it isn't. It is the co-main event here as we see Davison Figueroa taking on Brandon Moreno for the fourth time. The books cannot split them. It's uh, Moreno here as the narrow, narrow 5-6 to six favorite with Davison Figueroa moving out to even money plus 100. I have seen them both at 10 to 11. I've even seen some places that, that have Figueroa as the narrow favourite. But generally, I would say it is a pick em. The method of victory market sees Figueroa at 7 to 2 by TKOKO, 14 to 1 by submission, and 5 to 2 to get the decision. Moreno's 15 to 2 by TKOKO, 5 to 1 by submission, and he is 2 to 1 to get it done by a decision. The over-under markets here see the over four and a half rounds at eight to thirteen, with the under four and a half here at six to five, and the over three and a half at one to two, with the under three and a half at six to four. Will the fight go to distance? Yes, is available at seven to ten, and no here at six to five. I think there's value there on the seven to ten. I don't see these two guys settling it within the five rounds, so I do think it will go to the scorecards. The current score in this um, in the trilogy is one one and one across those first previous three fights. They've now officially completed twelve rounds across three bouts, and uh, we have thirty six judges scorecards to look at. Remember, there are three judges per fight across those thirty six scorecards so far. Figueroa has been awarded seventeen rounds versus Moreno's sixteen. Uh, there was one nine nine round due to a point deduction. The only definitive ending that we've had has been Moreno's rear naked choke in the second bout at UFC 263. The first fight was a draw, which was disputed by many, whilst the last fight, the trilogy fight, was a 48-47 victory for Figueroa. And that, in fact, is the one round that he leads by across the first three fights. There is honestly nothing to split these two fighters. So... You could go either way with this pick. It's very, very difficult for me to make. I can find an angle for Moreno, albeit not a great one. And I can find an angle for Figueroa, which also isn't a great one. But the angle for Figueroa is the one that I narrowly lean to. So I will take the slight plus money underdog where I'm looking here in Deverson Figueroa. The angle for Moreno is that um, he is the better wrestler. And he does have the superior cardio. And after a one-year hiatus since their last fight, I think it's possible that a 35-year-old Figueroa may have lost just a fraction of his abilities. And that could be enough to flip the tide here in this fourth fight. That is the angle for taking Moreno, in my opinion. 
However, ultimately, I think that the stronger reasoning does favour Figueroa. So the reasoning that I'm going to give you here is because I have some concerning issues with taking Moreno. And it's about the fact that everything with his coaching and his camp seems to be a little bit all over the place. And when you're looking for small advantages, I do think this gives Figueroa more of an advantage rather than um, Moreno having the advantage of Figueroa getting slightly older. Um, the Mexican move to Kansas in June 2022 to link up with his previous head coach, head coach James Krause. Now, due to recent controversies, that partnership had to end mid-camp. Moreno then had to up sticks to Las Vegas, where he's now suddenly training out of extreme couture. However, even being here is kind of a, a mishmash of camps because despite the fact that he's training out of there, um, Fortress MMA boss Saif Saud is actually Moreno's head honcho now. So Moreno even commented recently that he's unsure of his long-term training situation and uh, he won't know until after the fight what sort of... Um, what sort of direction he's going to be going in with his training camp. So I think this is a distraction. And when you're looking for small edges, that does make me narrowly lean towards Figueroa. But don't get me wrong, this is a 50-50 fight. So 50-50 that I think the 50-1 the to 1 on the draw, which is a standard price for a draw in, in an MMA fight, is definitely worth a small sprinkle because it would not see it would not surprise me to, to see some reason here for a fifth fight between these two. We've already got this quadrology and um, I could see a reason for a fifth one unless there is a definitive winner here. But um, especially if it moves to one, one and two with one win each and two draws, that would be absolutely insane. And, and the 50 to one really isn't a big price given the fact that they are so evenly matched. So I lean narrowly towards Figueroa. I'll be taking a sprinkle on the draw. Um, my safest bet here would be to take the fight to go to distance. I don't see anybody stopping anyone here. Moreno did get that one stoppage in the second fight, but ultimately the other fights have very much been leaning towards the scorecards and I expect the same here. And at a price of 7 to 10, I actually think there's some value there on that selection. The final fight we look at here of our three fights is the fight between Gilbert Burns and Neil Magny. This is the most one-sided fight we are covering here. The other fights were, were very, very close, almost pick'ems. And this one is a bit of a lopsided fight, according to the books, with Gilbert Burns here as the one-to-five favourite to win it. And Neil Magny being priced up here at four to one. Gilbert Burns is at three to one to win this via TKOKO, two to one via a submission, and fancied at six to four via a decision. Neil Magny here is at 16 to one to get this done via TKOKO, 28 to one via a submission, and 11 to two here via a decision. The fight to go to distance, yes, even money, no, four to five. I actually like. Gilbert Burns to get this done inside the distance. I think there's a little bit of value there on that selection. The fight to go the distance, no, is available here at four to five. So if you take Gilbert Burns to win by, by any method or Gilbert Burns to win in rounds one to three, you can get a plus money selection here at six to five plus 120. And I think that's how I'd be going here with this one. Burns, a world champion grappler, should look to wrestle aggressively here. Magny wins fights by jabbing up opponents and mixing in takedowns, but he won't be able to do anything here against Gilbert Burns, who's an extremely dangerous grappler. 
Um, Burns should land more shots here, more significant shots. He should do more damage throughout the fight. Um, given the power discrepancy as well, it's very difficult to see Magni finding any path to victory here unless uh, Burns' cardio suddenly falls off a cliff because cardio is Magni, Magni's only um, only superior asset that he brings to this fight over Gilbert Burns. If you're looking to bet Magni, I would probably wait until the first round, after the first round, because you can get an even bigger price because Burns is going to come out here and he's going to be high percentage, high energy, and he's definitely going to win that first round and um, probably the second as well. So Neil Magny really has no chance of getting this done on the scorecards. Um, the scorecards is the shortest price here for Burns. That's available at 6-4, to four, but I actually like him to finish it inside the distance. I think he'll get the stoppage here on Neil Magny. And uh, I'm going to take that selection on Gilbert Burns inside the distance at 6 to 5 plus 120 here for this one. Closing out with your lock on this show. I love Glover Tashira. I love the selection on him. I love the matchup. But I'm not going to play that as my lock. I'll certainly be looking at a sprinkle on that. Just not sure how high I want to stake it. But when you're looking for a lock, you're looking for a solid play with good reasoning, something that's going to almost guarantee you a win. That's how I approach my locks. I'm looking for them to be more of an investment rather than a, a dart at a dartboard. So I think I'm going to go for the fight between Figueroa and Moreno to go the distance. These two guys have already seen each other on three different occasions. Figueroa knows what Brandon Moreno has to offer. Brandon Moreno knows what Davison Figueroa has to offer. Two of the last three fights have gone the distance. And I see nothing different here. I see this one going down to the scorecards. I see both of the guys picking up rounds here. I don't think there's going to be any kind of definitive winner here in this quadrology fight. I think it's going to be tight. I, I think even at times it's going to be cagey because these two guys have seen each other already on three occasions. And, and by this time, they know exactly what each other are about. And I think that lends itself to a longer fight. I think that lends itself to a more technical fight, a more cagey fight. And therefore, I am going to take this one to go the distance. So that is going to be your lock on the show. And that one is available at the price of 7 to 10. Don't forget, there is additional content from me out this week. There is another edition of The Fight Show that's looking at the fight between Chris Eubank Jr. and Liam Smith. And next weekend, is also going to be two editions of The Fight Show as well. As next weekend, we have the WWE Raw Rumble and we also have Arta Betabiev going up against Anthony Yard as well. So until then, good luck with all your bets as always and thanks for listening.